I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Welcome to the Bosspreneur Podcast, Becoming More. I'm your host, Becky A. Davis. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want to make a bigger impact with your product, your service, or your message. So each week, I'll pull the curtain back and go inside and share about money, mindset, and marketing ideas and strategies to help you become more. So let's jump in. So today's podcast is a part of our Boss Girl Magic series where I bring in these amazing Black business bosses to share their journey. They're going to share lessons that they've learned on this journey um, and any of their latest projects. This is where um, we bring in some phenomenal entrepreneurs to help you on your entrepreneur journey as well. And I'm super excited because today my guest is my friend, Miss Lucinda Cross. She is the queen boss herself, a TV personality. She's the founder of Activate Worldwide. She's an international speaker, and I'm super excited that I can call her my friend. Uh, Miss Lucinda, how are you doing? I am well. I'm excited and honored to be a part of this series, so I'm ready. I'm uh, so ready. And she she stay ready, y'all. That's the part about her that I love <laughs> is that she stays ready. So, Lucinda, kind of give them um, a background about who you are and what you do so they can kind of get an idea of who you are as we get into this conversation today. Absolutely. So, you know, my, my big thing, the business that I have with Activate Worldwide is to help best kept secrets. You know, those who um, are amazing at what they do and just need a little help getting some exposure and, and put, creating a platform. Besides that, my greatest titles is being a mom, a wife, a woman and, mm. and, and a sister friend. And so, <laughs> you know, and a believer, you know, I, listen, I lean on God knows my faith card. I play no games with it. Let's wipe it out. Yes. <laughs> wipe it out. <laughs> and I love that. I love that um, about you. You know, I, I've watched um, you on the scene of social media before I ever had an interaction and an engagement with you and, and just kind of watching you do what you do and how you do it. It was funny. We had a super awesome connection when we did an event in Ohio for Sherry Sims uh, event. Um, Me, you, and D-Web. And I still have a picture of, uh, and I don't know who captured the picture, but I I, uh, saw it someone that posted it, us on the stage, and we were cracking up laughing up. Yes, on this yes, yes. <laughs> And I was like, yes. that picture did, is a great explanation of just our connection and friendship when we come together. And mm-hmm. it was so funny because if you guys don't know, um, she she wears this crown. This is, this is the queen <laughs> boss. I'm not playing with you guys. This is the queen <laughs> boss we're talking about right here. And at that event, I did a presentation where I had a cape. And mm. it was funny when you did came off with your crown and I had the cape and we came down and D Marsha looked at us. She was like, uh-uh, y'all not going to have, uh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I don't have a prop. I'm going to be cuffed. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We've been playing crown, cape, and cuffs, and cuffs at that point. <laughs> it was so funny. And I was like, we have been trying to re-mimic or redo that where we're all together again. And we, gonna, we that's still going to happen, uh, Lucinda. We're uh-huh. still going to do that because we vibe so well. Um, when we were talking, it was a Q&A session that we just, we didn't want to stop and the audience didn't want us um, to stop. But 
that is just that was like the beginning of really connecting um, with you and hearing your heart and your your spirit and the work that you do. One of the things that I love and I really want you to share this with the audience is as a part of your um, your journey. And when I learned and you spoke so um, authentic about it and, and hearing your story uh, for you to actually start sharing your story story um, and how that really started to change the dynamic. So if you can kind of share your history of your story as a young girl, um, mistakes you made that got you to on the journey to be in the, the Lucinda you are today. Mm, absolutely. You want the grit, the grit, grit the girl. Bring it on, bring it out. <laughs> not, the, not the fluff, not the, uh-uh, the matte uh-uh. gloss. You want no. the grit with the chapstick. Okay. Ex- exact chapstick, <laughs> no lashes on. <laughs> chapstick, no lashes. <laughs> Pour the water, drop the champagne. So, yeah. <laughs> I, um, you know, just extremely humble beginnings, um, raised by an amazing single mom at that time. Although I had my father in my life, the household was dominated by my mother and, you know, just having that struggle mentality and the opportunity in my, my family, most of the women, all of the women go to college and get multiple degrees. And that was supposed to be my journey to go to college, get multiple degrees. And I just, uh, in my new atmosphere with the old mindset, it didn't work for me because I still was struggling and I felt like I didn't belong in this college setting. No one really looked like me. They didn't sound like me. And I just got off the bus and they drive in daddy's car. But I say that to say it led me to make a naive decision. Although I was in a new environment, I still had the old mindset from the projects. Women dominated. I need to help mommy. I have to help my brothers oldest of four, only girl. And so I just setting up the scene. I um, said yes to doing a quote unquote job for um, this woman. I used to babysit her kids um, for her um, boyfriend. And so he said, listen, if you can go and do this, drop, you know, pick up a bag and drop this bag off, you know, we will give you some money. And the numbers were just at that time for 18, 19 year old were like ten, fifteen thousand dollars and and I'm just gonna be gone for a couple of days, a, a week the max. I'm in. And um after taking several trips across the country, you know, I got caught up and didn't realize I was a part of a um uh a whole investigation that's been going on for three years and I was the only American on the case. And so that you know, instead of me graduating with my peers, I end up dropping out of in second semester in school and um, going to school to be a lawyer at that point, go figure, and, and needed one <laughs> second semester <laughs> in my life. But instead of graduating with my peers, you know, I served four and a half years in federal prison. And that's when a lot of the psychology and training that my mother has given me kind of seeped in where I started working on vision boards and plans and Hulusin is going to be next right on the compound um, in federal prison. Mm. And as you, um, so you started doing that in prison, the vision boards and Mm -hmm. and thinking about Mm -hmm. your future, you started doing that inside. Yeah, we call, it was called creative visualization. So Mm -hmm. the one thing mom at around, I would say about 16, you know, I'm 15, 16. I'm reading my mother's. Uh, my mother has me typing. This is when typewriters were uh, back in the day. But my mother has me typing up her school reports and reading her psychology papers. And these, this exercise called creative visualization, which is known as vision boards now, was something that she always had us do. You know, look beyond the projects, kids. You know, who do you want to be? The sky's the limit. And so I took that with me 
um, in the compound. I said, well, what do I have? They don't give you much. They have parenting classes, horticulture classes. I'm from New York. There's nothing I'm planting. I don't have any kids. So what am I supposed to do here? And um, you have a choice to become a better citizen or a better criminal, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, I decided to you know, do we have some color paper? Do we have some magazines? Can we get some scissors or, you know, can I get some glue and tape, you know, to start creating what, what this new world is going to look like for me, because this is a hopeless place. And, um, before I know it, you know, we started out with a couple of girls on the compound and now it's like hundreds of them, like what's little New York doing? Let's go see what she's doing. She got something going on. She want to motivate us, let her motivate us. And so, um, the purpose was tapped in there. The seed mm. was planted right there in, in that hopeless place. And then when you when you came out and because your vision boards have been featured in television, they've been featured um there in, inside of Walmart from from that mm-hmm. place to getting it, you came out and you started doing, um, having these conversations and doing vision boards. How did you bring that to the marketplace? Um, it's through connections, you know, um, I was doing it as part of, you know, my, um, my doing it as part of, I've started my business. So as soon as I got out, what was on my vision board, getting a job, going back to school, repairing my family and starting a business. And so when I got to the part of starting my business, cause I was already accomplishing the other three, um, I started incorporating the vision board process in there and, just making those connections with people and, and putting what I wanted to see on my vision board and who I needed to connect with just opened up the door for, for media, you know, no publicist, God was doing the work. Cause mm. I was staying consistent, you know, um, and, and just watering the seed without even knowing it. And, um, you know, I'm just being open with people. Hey, this is what I do. I would love to do a vision board workshop for you. I would love to do this. And I started doing the vision board workshops. I mean, I started in New York for $7 and before I know it, um, People were asking to fly me out to Bahamas and Puerto Rico. And now they want to give me thousands of dollars to come in to do a two hour workshop. And that opened up other doors to, to, for people to say, well, your story and the vision more process is amazing. Let's get this on media so that, you know, America can hear there's, um, there's still hope. And I love the fact that, you know, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we tend to think that, you know, we have to have know all of the answers and before mm-hmm. we start to move forward or we have to have all of the, the pieces in place before we um, actually move forward. And for you to say, I just I went out and I just I just started. I started having conversations and just inviting uh, uh, myself or, or asking, hey, mm-hmm. I'd love to, to do this. We tend to think that we got to have everything together before we actually mm-hmm. do anything. Um, and so in that process uh, for you of just getting out there and just putting your your information out to be able um, to share it, how did that start to open doors for you? Um, so the, my background is in business and marketing, um, small business and marketing. And so the, the, the doors that was opening um, was for me being an entrepreneur who were, was helping other moms at that time become entrepreneurs and follow their passion. And so now I was creating a brand and linking up with a mentor. He said, listen, you got to write a book. And this is before the vision board even started to explode. You know, I was still doing vision board workshops at this time, but he said, listen, you're helping all of these women 
who, um, and at this time, you know, Lehman Brothers was going down. A lot of companies were, were going down. And, and I said, you know what? He said, why don't you hire and create a virtual marketing firm so that you can train these women to work behind the scenes for these authors, coaches, and speakers. And we did, and we grew. And, um, you know, from there, I wrote the book. I started, you know, getting onto the speaker circuit uh, to talk about, you know, how, well, what are the steps to start the business? How do you balance this when you have children? At that time, my children were small. And so that was the big buzz um, uh, for me. Yeah. Oh, wow. And the and big I, break for me in business. I remember, um, you, you know, you sharing a story and I, I definitely want our, our um, listeners to hear um, this because it was so profound to me that it, and it was it resonated with me because I've, I've made these mistakes um, as well, too. But you shared, you know, as you were um, getting started deals and then and, and people were bringing things to the table and opportunities was happening and how you messed up a big time opportunity. Mm. Can you kind of share that story? That story with Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, Becky is digging in today. I'm going, I'm going for it. Pulling, pulling back the veil. So, you know, back to that same mentor who, you know, helped me transition from my full-time job and, and to entrepreneurship. He brought me to the table, you know, and I prayed, I prayed for opportunity. I prayed for God to open up the door so that I can make more money. And, you know, my mentor at that time, I was serving him just to learn, even though I was in business and I had the degree, I humbled myself and I said, what does this man need done? And because I just need to follow him and just kind of be a sponge. And he got an invite where he could bring uh, three of his mentees with him to this um, million dollar roundtable and multi-million dollar roundtable with his coach. And these people were making multiple millions multiple millions. And so just to sit there uh, was an honor. And so, you know, at that same event, my mentor um, introduced all his mentees. And one lady said, well, I would love to talk to Lucinda to see how we can tie in her marketing business, her marketing firm with what I do for coaches. And at this time, I think she was servicing over 30,000 coaches um, all across the world. Um, She had the largest network of coaching coaches. And she said, listen, let's run a pilot. Show me what you got. I'll make sure that you get paid more than what you're getting paid now um, from each client. And, you know, in, in, in six months, let's come back to the table, send me a proposal and we'll, we'll uh, seal the deal. I'll give you a sign on bonus, announce you at the major conference. I mean, and at this conference, people were paying like 10,000 just to show up mm. at her, her main conference. So she said, and at the conference, we'll announce our joint venture. And I said, um, okay, this was great. Long story short, did the pilot was able to hire those ladies um, and pay them top dollar from who, who lost their jobs from these firms in, in the city. And now I had close to maybe 20 employees working with me, moms. And, you know, now we're doing the pilot, rocking out. Things are great. You know, I'm able to get my perm back. I'm not looking like Sealy no more, you know, because <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, wear your crown back then. It was, you know, slap that burn in your hair right. and walk out. So, <laughs> you know, so I was able to uh, kind of get quick in the transition and, and get my car back that they was trying to repo because it was just rough. But, um, uh, and, and, and in saying that is because in the process of building 
you know, I thought that it would be easy. God gave me this purpose, this dream, this vision. I'm, I'm sitting in church. They're saying the provision is there, but you know, my belly's growling. How's this mm-hmm. going to work? But anyway, mm-hmm. I get to the table. I get this opportunity. We rock out the pilot and I allow procrastination and fear of success and perfectionism to seep in. And I send the proposal to my mentor. He says, this is great. You've done the work. You better add a couple of more zeros. And I said, mm. I go to my prayer partner who I sit next to every Sunday. I said, girl, I got this opportunity. God opened up the door. She said, mm, let God do what God does. Take those zeros off. Just let, let, let the opportunity come to you because you could put something down there and God might have something more for you. I give it back to my mentor. I tell him, I'm not too sure about the fee. Everything else is fine. So here I am battling with somebody who brought me to the table mm-hmm. versus somebody who's never taken action on anything that God has told them to do. Mm. And so mm-hmm. I got faith in action. And then I have someone who's just sitting there on a hope, wishing a prayer, which is nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking with faith in action. And I, I between going back and forth, a um, couple of months pass, two months pass. And she says, Lucinda, the event is in October. This is, you know, August. And now we have to, we had to train someone else. She said, what happened? And I lied. I said, oh, I sent the proposal. You didn't get it, girl. Oh my gosh. Let me check. Let me check the folders and see what's going on. But I was so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And so, but it, she said, you know what? Unfortunately, we had to train through this whole process. It was like six, eight weeks. She said, we had to train someone else to do the method, your marketing method and training to another person who had no clue what to do. Mm. And unfortunately, we're going to join venture with her. She was able to pick it up. She just gave us a yes. And she was willing to try it out. We had to get her trained. We didn't hear from you. We didn't know what was happening. And the joint venture is going to go to her and she's out of camp, out, uh, out at Canada. Uh, and I just sat there and I just weep because as I sat and watched, I had to let go of employees because mm-hmm. now the contracts were going away. I had to sit back and watch my own finances go down and just also sit and watch the process that I put together go to someone who they just had a yes, not even the skills, talents, and abilities. They just had a yes, yes. and they were willing to try. And, you know, so I watched and in a matter of months, this woman became from, from being um, unemployed to having over a six figure business in a matter of months. And, you know, it, it was one of the hardest lessons I've had to ever learn. And um, I said, from this day forward, God, I don't care what opportunity you bring my way. I'm going to give you a yes. And, I'm, and that's when the activator was born from that moment. Oh, it was a hard, wow. hard lesson. Mm, that makes so much sense. And, you know, one of the things that that I am really learning this year in 2020 and with some of the the coaches that I have um, have hired to be a part of it. And I had two coaches this year, um, one in the um, first quarter of this year before the pandemic and then one um, after the pandemic and currently still um, currently. And one of the things that I'm learning, and I am one of very few uh, African-Americans within the both of these communities. So um, they are, are white communities that, you know, teach some amazing, phenomenal information. It is very few African-Americans that are in this community. And one of the things that, I, that has been the biggest 
um, aha for me over and over and over again is taking action and taking mm-hmm. action, immediate action. We had a, we had a mastermind session um, last month and in the mastermind session, uh, when, we, when we did our break during the, the um, session, one of the ladies went and she went and took the steps that we had just talked about. Which, and now what I did is I was making my list and I had my list of, of what I was going to do and how I was going to do it. Once I, mm-hmm. I, let me just, she went during the break, made her list, got on the phone, talked to everybody on that list. When we came back to the session and they was like, hey, so let's just kind of give a recap. And she was like, okay, well, I've called these people and they said yes. And, and my, I was like, there you mm-hmm. go again, Becky, you trying to perfect it before Mm -hmm. you said she Mm -hmm. just acted on nothing in place not just Mm -hmm. I just want to know if you guys would say yes they said yes okay I'll get it to you and Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. right there for me is like game changer Mm -hmm. that why why do I have to try to have all the pieces in place before I do it so it really was the shift to really helping myself um, and others to be like no build later. You, you go out there, you sell mm-hmm. it, you mm-hmm. get started on it, you get the project and then you build it later. And, and, mm-hmm. and our culture, I think we as African-American women um, have mm-hmm. been taught so much to, we have to be better. We have to be best. And so because of that, we go above and beyond, but I think it's, it's, it's helped us and it's also hurt us. Because mm-hmm. it has hurt to the point where I, I, it might be two months to pass by before I get all of the elements together. Whereas they just launch right there, right there, or that hey, well, I'm gonna go ahead and take make this action today. I'll figure mm-hmm. out the rest as mm-hmm. we as we go. Pretty much, kind of what you're talking about here, and um, it affects us being able to um, also ask for what we need, and that mm-hmm. just totally leads into. Uh, your your book, The Big Ask, is just like, that's helping <laughs> women all over the oh, world, mm-hmm, girl. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I want you to share, you know, why, why you um, decided to write The Big Ask and what The Big Ask is about so people can have a better idea about it. But l- let me tell you, it's a game changer for you, especially as a woman, because we don't ask. Yes. And, you know, the the book, The Big Ass 21 Keys to Get Everything You Deserve and Desire really is just about mindset. I've watched how men have no problem walking into the boardroom and saying, listen, I'm going to give it my best shot. And if I get a no, I'm going to ask them, what do I need to do to get a yes? I've watched women second guess themselves at least 10, 12 times before they even touch the door. Yep. Trying to figure out what well, is my outfit right? Is my mindset right? Is my makeup good? Is today the good day? Is my papers, you know, and so counting ourselves out before we even get to the table. And I just wanted to know, you know, what what would be the shift? What is the shift in the, in the man's mindset versus a woman's mindset? And do we have to get to the point of just missing out all the time or just accepting what is given? instead of just going after it. And so, you know, after interviewing so many men and interviewing so many women and even looking at my own experience and observation, I said that we have to get into a place to give ourselves permission and kind of just boldly go out there uh, wild, 
Mm-hmm. And, and 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 out of our minds because we we overthink. I, I'll speak for myself. There was times that I would overthink, overanalyze. You know the perfectionism um, with that story just not hitting the send button. I had everything mm-hmm. done. What mm-hmm. else was the problem? And so my big ask was be. It was right there in front of me. But it's so key because a lot of times it's you know we'll feel as a people it's okay to let me just go for this little, this little bit. Cause if I ask for too big, I make it turned away, but it's, it's, it's the big thing. And then working yeah. our way backwards and um, not being afraid. Why, why you don't deserve that? You know, what do you need to do to get into position for that? And so some of our titles, you know, we say, get your ask together, mm-hmm. you know, just don't say what, some, what you want, you know, get it together, be clear about it so that you know who you need to ask for, who, who you need to ask, how you need to show up, what do you need to do to prepare, you know, are you ready for it when you get the yes? Um, and so another one is, you know, be clear of ask holes. Make sure you're not an asshole. A-S-K-H-O-L-E-S. Uh-huh. You know, one of those people who wear as givers, this book is, is designed for givers. Those who constantly are the ones that are being leaned on, they are the servant leaders, they're the ones who are constantly giving, but they'll never ask for themselves because mm-hmm. the last time they asked, they was let down. The last time they asked, the job was half done. The la- and so pride, ego, frustration got in the way and they just say, forget it, I'm not asking anymore. But um, it's, it's, it's a major shift when yeah. we look at how, what, what do we need to ask? ask who do we need to ask you know what and 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 why you know and so it's and those ask holes you know making sure you're not constantly giving to someone who's just wasting your seeds wasting your Mm. input um and and constantly giving giving you know someone who keeps asking to borrow money but they never put forth the work to make their own but you never stop giving um and those are ask holes and they they're the ones that will keep asking but you just keep giving and your seed is going right into the, it's going nowhere. It's not bearing any fruit um, because we're not positioning people. And the same thing with us, you know, I have people come up to me and they say, well, girl, you know, can you connect me to Essence Magazine or can you connect me to the producer at BET? And it's like, yeah. (laughs) Well, what have you done lately for yourself? (laughs) You know, did you, did you, did you take the time to do the work, you know? And so, you know, it's, it's, it's being, making sure that we're also not assholes, you know, and I'm not yeah. saying, well, hey, Becky, hook me up with Coca-Cola. Right. No, 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 no. That's not the way to do it. Let's <laughs> build right. a relationship, see how you see fit. You'll be surprised that that might not be what you need at that time. And so. Um, and I think you're, you're so right, because what also happens is at, you said this when you were serving um, your mentor, you were like, I just I just wanted to uh, serve and, you know, be able to mm-hmm. bring myself to to the table in those situations. It, that's when the ask is so easy because they see you serving that when you say, Hey, I got a question. They're so quick to be like, Hey, let me tell you what you need to do. And as opposed to, you know, we see people is like, Oh, I want that person to mentor me. And I want that. Well, what have you done Mm -hmm. to even, um, you've seen who they are. Have you, have you shared anything for them? Have you served them in any way? But we will start asking, asking those, those questions, but it's like in working with someone and getting to know someone, it's like, Oh my God, Lucinda would be great Mm -hmm. for this connection is, Hey, listen, Mm -hmm. I want to connect you with, Mm -hmm. and it just happens organically because of Mm -hmm. the, the, um, the relationship and, and, 
that ask thing, I mean, we don't even ask or negotiate our salaries well. And I think I read a statistic that said if there's a job position or a posting, a man will look at it. And if he has 60 percent of the things on that job description, he will apply. But a woman will apply when she can check all 100. I was like, that was yep. so me. That's the truth. That was that so is me. the truth. Men don't, men don't have a, they, listen, they will walk up to a woman and, and ask, you know, but the same thing at the job. That was the biggest thing. Men have no problem with going for it and saying, what do I need to do next? Where we'll count ourselves out and say, well, they told us no, you know, or I, I, I still have some work to do. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm, go for it. Go get it. Exactly. Because a man will say, I will figure it out on the job. And I'll, learn, job. I'll figure it out as we go. And we want to bring it all to the table on the mm-hmm. job before we actually go. I want to go into my little to my little bowl and pick out one of the words that I want you to be able to share a story where you've experienced one of these experiences, which by the natural eye, we would all say is a negative experience. And I love to see how people take experiences and work turn them out to work together, work out for their good. And so the word that I have pulled out for you is risk. So if you can share a story of when you have taken a risk and the risk didn't pay off for you initially, but what actually happened because you took that risk. Mm, You mean greater than going to jail? (laughs) Now that's a good one. That's a good one. You're right. That's that's a risk. And I said, oh, I'm gonna make some money for school and baby. Whoa! The orange suits and the cuffs was a part of the process. That (laughs) is a good one right there. Is that was a risk. And to see what what it has transpired from you in that situation. So that's literally for every person listening to understand um, that's a great risk um, that was taken. But look, look at where you are today. Count ourselves, exactly. Don't, don't count yourself out because your mistakes. You know, there's a lot of dirt that we've, skeletons we all have in our closet. Mm-hmm. But when you stop mm-hmm. believing in yourself, that's when things get, that's when things just start turning down. You know, we have to be the first believers and investors in ourselves. No matter what we've gone through, we've fought so many storms. Everybody can write down how many risks they've taken in life and the relationships and having mm-hmm. children and connecting friends and starting a new job. You know, everything is a little shaky, but it's how do we come out on top and, and come out swinging for the win. Exactly. And we have to be looking for those those yes. areas instead of sitting and basking in the issue, mm. the loss, the when we sit mm-hmm. and stay in that place too long, then we start to point fingers that it we it's everybody else's fault. But when we can actually see how we can use whatever that just transpired, I tell my daughters this because it was something that in corporate America I learned to do when I when I got feedback from a boss that I disagree with one hundred percent in my performance performance review. I was like, I, I, I totally disagree with what he's saying. And then I said, I could either disagree and just my next review would have the same thing because I'm just going to disagree and keep doing what I'm doing. Or I could ask him, so what does this need to look like to you for this to be rated higher mm. next year? Give me the specifics of what, because it's something you need to see that I don't know. And That's when right. he told me, I was like, 
Okay, gotcha. That next year when we sat down for the performance review, he said, before I get started, let me just say, I have never had an employee that asked me what uh, they needed to do and then come mm. back the next year with it all on their list. Like, now, now how you going to rate me? How you rate me now? <laughs> <laughs> love it. I it love was it. like, so how do you, how do you take, uh, um, if there's an issue, how do you make it work for you? Good, bad, mm. or ugly? I disagree with it, but I wasn't going to be able to change it. So right. how do I, I need to make this work out for, um, for me? I want you to definitely share with everyone how they can co- uh, connect with you, um, get in touch with you and anything that you have upcoming um, that you want to invite them to. I, I definitely want to make sure that people connect with Miss Lucinda Cross. So share with them how they can connect and share with us any projects or anything that you have coming up. Yes. Thank you so much. So they can connect with me, LucindaCross.com. I love to hang out on Instagram, Lucinda Cross. That's where the funny stuff, the inspiration is. And just for more of the serious stuff and upcoming workshops and trainings, they can go to LinkedIn. And it's Lucinda Cross there as well. I'm Googleicious, Becky. I'm Googleicious. All right now. <laughs> but um, there you go. Google but, her. Let me tell you. Just go, put her name in. Let's watch what comes up. <laughs> you gonna get the good, the bad, all of but no. Um, y'all y'all heard the story, so we out of way with that. But they, I would love for them to download this uh, vision board template that I have. Um, it's at LucindaCross.com forward slash freebie. F R E E B I E lucindacross.com forward slash freebie and have them download it and start working on what that vision looks like for 2021 mm-hmm. um, and, exactly. and how they want to see some changes in their own life. I'm so super excited to have you on the podcast. At some point in time, we would have run into each other at an event or conference somewhere, but uh, COVID has just kind of slowed that up. So I can't wait to, we can actually see each other and it's not across from a screen again (laughs) to to be able to connect and uh, to laugh. You guys make sure that you go and follow Lucinda. She is an amazing woman. She's a shero to me and she definitely is a boss and you just heard her share some of her magic. So uh, tune in to our next Boss Girl Magic series. Are you in my free Black Women Course Creators Facebook community? If not, you need to be in there. If you are a course creator, a membership owner, or an online educator, and you're looking to scale your business to five-figure months, then I want you to join us. Go to Facebook and just put in the search Black Women Course Creators and join us. Join the conversation. Join the community as we talk about and share tips and ideas to help you create your five-figure months using your digital product. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Bosspreneur, B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R, and you'll learn more about the Bosspreneur Business Circle. I share training, workshops, speaking engagements, plus I'll share with you some videos and information to help you become more. You can go to the BossPreneurBusinessCircle.com. That's B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. BusinessCircle.com or BeckyADavis.com.